Hey everybody, today's show is brought to you by Hoopsters, a basketball-themed board game only available at hoopsters.store. I like playing board games because it gives me a chance to connect with my kids or my friends, and for me, the best games are a lot of fun, but they're easy to learn, right? I don't like checking the rules on the inside of the box to lay every other move. Great games require some strategy, but also a little bit of luck, and they don't take forever to complete a game. I'm not a fan of those five-hour Monopoly sessions. So I can tell you firsthand that Hoopsters is all of these things. You can play a quick game in 15 minutes or longer one in 30. It brings all of the thrill of basketball together with the strategy of backgammon. And I just can't tell you enough about how much fun it is. Each set is handcrafted here in Central Ohio, so head to hoopsters.store, and if there aren't any sets available, you can drop in your email address and we'll let you know as soon as we have some more. That's hoopsters.store. Now on to the show. All right, we're going to get started in three, two, one. Cue coach. I told you the Padres had tons of money. We're going to go ahead and break down that Machado deal. Plus, we fight it out over the greatest hockey movie of all time. And as always, Locks of the Week, Trivia, and more ladies and gentlemen, live from the Peepee Dome, this... Is Sports Wednesday. Sports Wednesday, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. All right. You know, that jingle was robust. It was robust. Oh, it's like coffee. Full-bodied. Full-bodied. It was like Sanka. <laughs> yes, robust and Sanka. Two yeah. things that should never be said in the same sentence. That's right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sports Wednesday. Sports talk for the medium fan. That means we know the big storylines, but we get the details wrong. My name is Pete. I'm the big man on campus. You'll hear my co-host talk to me as BMOC. That's what that means. Big man on campus. See, the B stands for big. The M stands for man. The O stands for on. And the C stands for campus. Big man on campus, but these co-hosts, let me tell you about him. This guy, he can make he can make good news seem bad and bad news seem dumb. It's the maestro, Brian Hay. How are you, maestro? <laughs> Say that again. This guy can make good news good seem news. bad and bad news seem dumb. It's the maestro, oh, Brian yeah. Hay. How are you, maestro? Right. I needed that twice. All right. And this guy, don't be fooled by his relentless optimism. He's got... He's got the dark heart of Kenny Rogers, the gambler. It's the coach, basketball legend, Matt Longley. How are you, coach? I'm doing good. Dark heart and all. Yeah. Every time I get you on the show, I'm just like, I'm, I'm just grateful, you know, that we have a basketball legend on the show anchoring us. Just legends of basketball. Someday we're going to have to get that story. Someday we will get that story on the air, but that's not today. Before we get into the show, folks, I want to remind you, you can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday. That's Sport Singular Wednesday. And over on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. How are we doing on IG there, Maestro? We're dropping. Yeah, Drop but we, we, we picked up a few. We dropped as low as a buck oh three. And yeah. then I think we're back up to like maybe 116. Oh. I, think it's, uh, I think it's fair to say that uh, we've fallen off our one piece of content a day Um for sure. Yeah. So let's pick. We're gonna pick that up starting starting to, with tomorrow's episode. Let's do it. I'm good with that. All right. Very good. Let's do it. All righty, folks. Shows uh, 
split into two parts, morning commute, the afternoon commute. We try and keep them about 20 minutes each. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. <laughs> let's get into that morning commute, Ready? Maestro. Yeah. Do it. Very cool. Is that a Maestro original? Tonight is going to be a jailbreak. Spin Lizzie. Which I'm not real. I don't know a lot about Thin Lizzie. Like that is a funny name. Like Thin Lizzie. Yep. Is that yeah. stand for something? Am I missing something? Because I, I have low Thin Lizzie knowledge. I have L T L K. For sure. Well, loyal listenership midnight. If you could tweet at us tomorrow what Please. Thin Lizzie means, that'd be helpful. I would appreciate that. Help a brother out. Very good. All right. So, uh, Coach, I woke up this morning thinking. The two biggest free agents in baseball are Bryce Harper and Manny Machado. And I drove home from work thinking the biggest free agent in baseball is Bryce Harper. What went on with the San Diego Padres and Manny Machado? Well, I think $300 million for 10 years went on with Manny Machado. I think he was he was looking for a number and looking for um, that 10 years, and no one else was willing to give it to him. The White Sox gave him a very nice offer, like maybe seven years but it wasn't 300 million. I just think he wanted to be the first 10 and 300 million, regardless of where he went. I mean, San Diego is a beautiful, beautiful city, but as far as baseball, wow. I, I mean, this accelerates them to puts them a little bit better, but this is a team that won 60 games last year Oof. and uh, they have no pitching and they have $347 wrapped up in uh Hosmer um, which is the ex-Royals, uh, Royal first baseman and Manny Machado for the next mm, many years. So, la- so. last, last, ver- just last week, you were telling us that the Padres had money and yeah. we were predicting maybe Bryce Harper would go there. So this isn't a total surprise. No. And, 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 and there's, there's this, there's a thought and I, I think it's, it's way too far fetched now, but there's a thought that maybe Harper would come to San Diego on a lesser deal. Hmm. Take a little less money, but play with Manny Machado. Maybe a five year because Manny's uh, Manny's deal. I did some research. It's ten years, but the, after the fifth year, there's an opt out. So it's like a mutual opt out. So he can. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's the same deal that like a lot of the players get because if they accelerate and they have a great five years, they want to push the market to four hundred if they can, or if they hate San Diego, which is a good chance it might happen, he can leave. But there's some thought that Harper would come there too, but I don't think Hapa. Is uh, I don't they can't afford it now. And if they're yeah. smart, they don't get him. They go get some pitching because right now they have Manny Machado, some great young talent because their farm system is unbelievable. But they don't have any pitching, and we all Three, know pitching. Three hundred million that buys you like what a two bedroom apartment in San Diego these days. Yeah, two bedroom, uh, one carport. One carport. <laughs> you get a carport. You have to share. But it gets a lot of guitar pedals. That's for sure. Oh uh, hell yeah. So, I mean, uh, so you know, let, let me ask you this, coach, and we'll make it simple yeah. here. Padres playoff contenders now? It's a yes, no, sir. That is a no. It's a no. Wow. That's a no. So they you, are not. They pick up two arms. They pick up two arms. So there are a couple names out there. I'll just throw it out there. Dow- Dallas Keuchel is out there. Um, really, he's the one they really should be looking to put money into, and he'd be interested now. Um, and then they should look to trade with the Indians. The Indians are willing to give up 
um, one of their arms. It would be either uh, Kluber or um, Kluber. Bauer. Or Bauer. Bauer. And and I think yeah. Kluber, Kluber is probably a bigger piece that they would want. And, and they've got a, just a shit ton of, of top prospects. Like I'm talking guys that are ready for the majors like this year, or next year. And the Indians would love that. So I'm not saying it's going to happen. I've not even heard any rumors, but that would not surprise me. They need to go out and get okay. arms. All right. So coach, you're peeking out a little bit. So back a little oh, away. Sorry about that. Mike. No worries. Um, I know you get excited talking about <laughs> baseball because so that is the biggest uh, free agent deal in history. $300 million. Correct. For 10 years, 300 million. It makes $30 million a year. Yep. The only person that has a 300, the only other player that has a $300 million deal is uh, Giancarlo Stanton, but his was for 12 years. So this one eclipses it by, because it's 10 years, 30 million. It's a nice clean 30 million a year. And how many hits do you think Machado gets in, in the given year? Uh, He's probably about, he's anywhere between 170. He's probably 160, 180. Is that good? Is that good coach? Is that is that like? Oh, that's that's really good. Two hundred hits yeah. is two hundred hits is like is um, that's like Tony Gwynn level and Pete Rose level. Like there yeah. are guys that get two hundred hits. So if you're in the above buck fifty, okay. Vlad, Vlad yeah. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. numbers. Uh, let, me, let me do a little math here. I'm, there's a lot of zeros. Thirty there. million. Three more. Okay, I think that's thirty million. Hang on, thirty. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, divided by. Let's say he gets two hundred hits. Let's say he has a good let's year. Let's do it. San let's Diego. have it as a great year. That is. Tell me. One hundred and fifty thousand dollars. One hundred and fifty k per hit. God damn. Do this if he he averages well, thirty. He's had that's that's thirty. That's a million dollars. Well, that's thirty million in one season. Pete, you got to spread that out over ten. Yeah. That's right. But what I'm saying is he's going to get $30 million next year. If he gets 200 hits, he's making 150 K a hit uh, basically. That's ridiculous. Now I, I propose to the Padres that for $3 million, I will take 200 hit by pitches. <laughs> for you. I'll take 200,000. I don't know. Those, that's those only 15,000. They do hurt. I oh know. my God. Could you imagine catching an, a 90 mile an hour fastball and the small of your back? Oh, jeez. No. Ow. All right. Well, so, okay. L- last question, coach. We're going to wrap up the baseball segment. I know that makes you sad, no, but it's okay. you're, you're in your glory right yeah. now. It's not San Diego. Where is Bryce Harper going? He's going back to the nationals. Just makes too much sense. Yeah. I'm telling you. The only other teams that have really made a play from is Philadelphia. I just don't see him going to Philly. I just don't. You might as well stay in, in, DC, if you're going to go to Philly, right? Yeah, and I think and I think they can give him a deal that that will um, they'll be willing to work with him. They'll be willing to give him huge money, but an option to leave in five years if he wants. Doesn't have to sell. I think he's headed back. And 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 if he wants to win, then he needs to go there. I don't think Philly's set up to win. I just don't. What you like Philly last year? Do you? I do, but I think, but but let's look at the staff that the Nationals have. If Strasburg's healthy, um, and and they've, oh, uh, god damn it, his name is escaping me. <laughs> Joey Buttafuoco. We what we can't help you. I know you we can't help, help me. You. Jesus, he played for Detroit. Anyway, they have a great staff, so he needs to go somewhere where there's some pitching, and they have great young players too. I, it's a better place. 
Great, they got great young talent. Young talent. Yeah, great young. Talent. They got Max Scherzer. That's it, Scherzer. Scherzer. Pete looked it up. I did look it up. Damn it. That's good. Well, actually, Pete looked it up. He told you. And then he pissed on your foot. <laughs> I'm telling. I am telling you what. <laughs> I don't know how many more shows I can do before I got to tear the carpet out of here. It's got to be soon. In the pee pee dome. That, All right. Yeah. So there you go. I think that's, that's going to wrap us up. Last question. Do you think Harper's the kind of guy who's going to be like, I want a bigger deal than Machado. I want to be the highest paid. I don't get that vibe from I him. I don't either. I, I Not at all. I don't see that okay. with him. Plus, he didn't have a great year right. last year. That'd be an Alex Rodriguez thing to do. Yeah, for sure. All right. So, uh, Padres, just tweet at me at Sport Wednesday. If you're interested in that $3 million, I will get hit by 200 pitches in the coming season. Not a great deal. I'd offer, my, I'd offer myself up for that, but uh, I don't want to wear that peepoo uniform. Oh, yeah, the peepoo yeah. uniform. And you, That's and gonna, you, it's going to cost you $6 million now. And you bruise easily. I, I think do. Machado would have taken 200 mil, but once they he said, I'm not wearing that peepoo. Yep, yep. If they start me out in the minors, though, those hit-by-pitches count to my oh, yeah. 200 goal. So. <laughs> All right, man. The best part of the show is coming up. Maestro, are you Let's ready? It. Let's do the fun spot. Fun spot. Fun spot. Fun spot. Mm, that's glorious. It is so good. All right, I'm excited about the fun spot today. I came up with this idea. I've wanted to do it for a while, actually. Uh, I want to get a little more hockey on the show now that we're in the hockey season, and you know we're all huge hockey fans. My huge. Sure um, we've been in the hockey. We've been in hockey season since October. I know, but we couldn't we couldn't talk about it because Tom Brady was still playing football. That's <laughs> literally in coach's contract with this show. It really is. Don't go, don't go in breach. All right. So you're each going to give me a couple of hockey movies where I want, my goal is to come up with four or five that I can put, put in a Twitter poll and push it out all week and see, see how we can determine the greatest hockey movie of all time. Uh, Who wants to start Maestro? How about you, bud? I'll start. Don't you take mine. Well, just pick one, just one. And we're going to run it. Well, here's, here's the sad thing. I know, I know that everybody's got their, the the hip, the cool uh, hockey movie, but, I'm going with the cheesy one that uh, I like, and that's uh, Mystery Alaska. Oh, oh nice. Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, Mystery Alaska. Actually, not bad. that game. Burt Reynolds was in that, too. It's Yeah. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a bunch of people in it. Um, I would say of the hockey movies that I think we're talking about tonight, that did the best job explaining hockey to people who don't watch it. Yeah. You know, because he's kind of explaining with the potatoes how they play pond mm-hmm. hockey versus, you know. Uh, I learned a lot about hockey just from watching that. Very good, Mystery Alaska coach. Your bids to you. Well, I mean, mine's a classic. I, I, I've only seen maybe four hockey movies. Um, sure. And so, Slapshot goes to me is is just Boom. it's solid. You got the Hanson brothers. I mean, Paul Newman is so good in that movie, and it's it's the you, it's just a great movie. Charleston Chiefs. It, um, it's gritty. It it. The other sports movie that I compared to is North Dallas 40, which is just that yeah. gritty 70s or whatever movie. Was that in the 70s? Yeah. So, yeah, I really enjoyed yeah. Slapshot. Hanson Brothers, you can't beat them. 
I love I love that movie. I found out today there have been two sequels. Did you know that? I I saw that in my research, and I'm like, what? It wasn't wasn't uh, like one of the Baldwin brothers in the sequel. Yes, yes, the ugly one. <laughs> I, I'm going to go out on a limb, and without seeing the movie, I'm going to give you my review of the Slapshot sequels. They're garbage. Yes, I'm going to call it the Sandlot Two situation because that was garbage. Any sequels to great sports movies, garbage. Yeah. yeah. So um, with the exception of Major League Two Breaking Training. Oh, no, no, no. That's great. That's great. <laughs> okay. So if anyone has seen the Slapshot sequels, you know, tweet at us. Let us know if we're mistaken there. Let us know. I know you guys think you know what I'm going to pick next, but I'm going to throw you a curveball. I do, but I think I, 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 I want to say I, I think I know where hey, you're going. And I, I, I know it's what you think it think. Oh, hang on. Here's yeah. the thing. I'm going to take my headphones off and you two both say what you think I'm going to say, okay? Are you ready? Okay, I'm taking them off in now. Youngblood. Right? Oh, that was what I was going to say. <laughs> so let's see All if right, he does right. it. I swear to God, yeah. that's going to be it. All right. All right. Did you yeah. guys do it? Yes. All right. I'm going with Youngblood. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> that's what we picked. We nailed it. Nice. We uh, nailed it. You know, I love any movie with paternal conflict syndrome at the heart. Oh, my God. Was, was that Rob that, Lowe in yeah. Youngblood? Yes. Dean he's, Youngblood. He's like a pretty boy. He's got to learn how to fight. So so that, that movie taught me how hockey players fight, too. So that's important. Yeah. It's got him and Swayze. That is your classic 80s yeah. movie. All right. Uh, Maestro, it looks like you're going to be the one that's got to bring the Disney movie up. Go ahead. I do? Oh, I was going to go with Goon. Goon. I never Ooh. saw Goon. Yeah, I like that movie. It's got, um, I can't remember his name, but um, Neil, no, not Neil Patrick Harris. It's Stifler. No, it's, it's Stifler. Stifler, Stifler. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember his name, though. Is it good? Good movie? Good show? Yeah, it was good. It was kind of like an, it was an indie kind of yeah. flick, but I, I, it's, I like That's it. got a sequel, too. Yeah. Well, it's coming out. Really? Mm-hmm. Once, yeah. We're going to plan like a film festival, and it's like all the Iron Eagle sequels, all the Slapshot <laughs> sequels, you know, <laughs> just bad sequels. Sean uh, William Scott is his name. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Stifler. Uh, okay, Coach, bids to you then. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go with the other one that I've seen because we've said most of the other ones is uh, Miracle. All right. Which, you know, you can't, that's a classic. Again. I'll tell you Beep. what. I, uh, I like that movie. I, I was so into the Miracle on Ice, like when it happened. Like oh, I me fr- too. I framed the Sports Illustrated photo that... Uh, uh, then the, the we, iconic I have one. Too. Yeah, my dad did it, it, and he gave it to me. And um, at that, like shortly thereafter, they did a made-for-TV version called Miracle on Ice, and I love that. And then I bought like the book in the Scholastic book catalog in sixth grade. <laughs> yes, from those little <laughs> the, newspaper the things that we got. Yeah, yeah, the book version of the TV movie. Oh my <laughs> so god! I loved, so I, you know, I did like the Disney one. I. It, it, from a storytelling perspective, there were some some weak parts there, but it still gives you the feels, and that's what a good sports movie is supposed to do. Yeah, I mean, there's some, like you said, there's some head scratching moments, but as far as the the sports action, it's good hockey action. Yeah, they, I mean, it's it's the miracle. It still gives you the goosebumps. That's right, and I love that they go to Al Michaels' real voice at the end. Which was a good choice. Which is fantastic, yeah. And uh, but but the whole like Boston versus Minnesota hockey players, I, you didn't even need that in there, right? They could they're just a, college kids going up against the Soviets. Yeah, they're trying to build a, a second narrative that we didn't need. Yeah, but still uh, good. 
Still a good movie. Still a good movie. Definitely good, deserves to good. be on the list. Uh, it, a little, uh, little uh, sidebar trivia. Uh, so I ended up uh, serving in the Peace Corps with Hans Klutmeier's daughter, uh, and he's the one who took that photo. He oh. was Sports Illustrated staff photographer. Oh, Sports Hans Wednesday. Klutmeier. That's a Sports Wednesday fun fact. Fun that fact. Is a- That's a Sports Wednesday brush with greatness is what that is. Brush <laughs> with greatness. <laughs> Oh, man, that's a new stinger. We're doing it. All right. So I'm going to add one more to the list because I think we need to round round out the fact that there are several kid-focused hockey movies. So I'm going with with the original Mighty Ducks, Mm -hmm. Emilio Estevez. So we're going to put on Twitter, uh, Miracle, Slapshot, Mighty Ducks, Goon, Youngblood, and Mystery Alaska. Unless... Right. Unless somebody has an objection and they want to put MVP, most valuable primate, in primate, there. <laughs> <laughs> no objection, no objection. But here's a little known fact: okay. I've never seen Mighty Ducks. Oh, never seen it. I'm gonna have to watch it, but I've never seen it. that. Remember that that comes that came out a little bit past my going to kids movies. Yeah, I mean it's before with my before having my kids. Yep, but. Too, I was too old to say, yeah, I wanted to see that movie. Yeah. So it's just, mm-hmm. it's a gap I'm movie I've never seen. I think I've seen like parts. And yeah. I, I think you, you could watch maybe five minutes of that movie and know what exactly how But I think it's my homework. I've got to see it. And, I'm going to have to give my review next next episode. And uh, and again, that's a movie with like 72 sequels. Oh my God, yes. Yeah. I just so, know they flop. I'm going to bet on Twitter right. when I put this out, there, I'm going to bet that this vote breaks down generationally. And I think Gen Xers are going to vote for Slapshot and millennials who, you know, as you know, we have hundreds of thousands of millennial listeners. We'll go d- ducks. They're going to go Miracle or Ducks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think Although, the other ones will fall to the wayside. Yeah. Mystery Alaska was was a good one, though. I'm glad you brought that up, Maestro. Yeah. Sweet. All right. But, I like I, that I watch one. It, I watch it when it's on. All right. They so, play the Rangers. So at the, yeah. at the same time, I count to three and just say, what's your favorite hockey movie on the list that I just gave okay. you? One, On two, three. three. Slap shot. Slap shot. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that one. That one sounded like something else. <laughs> he's he's just here to create problems, folks. God, All he right. is such a shit stir. Well, that's the fun spot. Can you play us out, Maestro? Fun spot. Fun spot. I, I'm going to say I desperately, desperately need that as my ringtone. <laughs> I do. I, I want that. That would is, be fantastic. It's pretty good. But All right. Uh, that is a really good jingle, Coach. But you know what's better? Yeah. Signing up for the Hoopsters mailing list. <laughs> well, the hell yeah, it is. <laughs> because there's no Hoopster sets available. Not yet. Progress has stopped. It's at a standstill until we get it moving again. But Hoopsters, the greatest push- greatest basketball theme board game you've never played. Patent pending. Patent pending. Going to be a first sale soon. Coach and I invented this game. It brings the excitement of basketball together with the strategy of backgammon. Uh, it's a fun game. Go to hoopsters.store. Give us your email address, and that way we'll be able to let you know as soon as these sets roll off the production line. Coming Wait. soon. Coming soon. Coming soon. All right. That brings us to the evening commute, Maestro.
All right, so- sounding good as always. In the evening commute, we uh, we do some locks of the week. We do some trivia. We update the the season long scoreboard. Uh, loyal listeners know, in the 2018 competition, Coach snuck up at the end and beat Maestro, edged him out by one. But 2019 has been close. Last week we were doing NCAA picks from conferences that begin with the letter A. You had to pick three games. You had to get two right to get a point and three right to get the bonus point. And that's exactly what Maestro did. Son of a Woo! bitch. The Vermont Catamounts beat New Hampshire. Is that America East? Is that what conference that is? Uh, He'll say yes. Medium level <laughs> sports talk. It started with an A. Houston beat Connecticut. And that's, uh, what is that, Coach? It's at the AAC. AAC, thank you. And then a Virginia Commonwealth uh, beat Richmond. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's A10, maybe? Yes, that's A10. Okay. Very good. Well done. So Maestro gets all three. He gets the point plus the bonus point. Good good on you, Maestro. Coach, you came in at two for three. George Mason beat UMass. There was yes. a, a very short period of time where UMass was in the MAC. Am I not mistaken? Yes, for a brief, brief for time. For a minute, yeah. For a minute. North Carolina handled Wake Forest, and that's, of course, the ACC. Yes. How could UMass be in the Mid-America Conference? That makes sense. It didn't make any sense. It's all about sometimes. It's all, it's all about expanding your recruiting ground. Yeah, like Rutgers mm. in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. And then, Coach, in in what was had to be a heartbreaker for you. <laughs> yes. God the damn, Albany, Albany Great Danes fall. They fall to UMass Lowell, the Riverhawks, <laughs> by just a few points. Yeah, I know you were watching that game. Oh, locked in. Paid for the subscription and everything so I could watch it. I know you actually hired an Albany student to go and stream it live to your phone. Yes, they just held so, up their phone. Very good. So I, I think you're the only person in America at the end of that game that went, shit, I didn't get my trifecta. <laughs> How much did you lose? Nothing, but I didn't get my trifecta. Yep, that's right. And then, of course, I uh, I went one for three. And actually, there there's a secret rule that if you went one for three, you get three points, which was good for me. Noise. Which is great. But no, it, no, no objections. Okay, no keep objection going on that. So, which one did you I, get right? I picked. I picked coaches Syracuse to win, and they they screwed me over. I picked Dayton to win, they screwed me over. Uh, and then I bet I picked Temple to beat Southern Methodist University, and the Temple Owls, the fighting. Sydney Crosby's came through. So they I get no through. points. Nothing. So I'm looking at our 2019 standings. Oof. It is now tied at the top. Six for six, coach. Six for six, maestro. And I'm hanging out at two for six. You're right there. You're in striking but, distance. No, 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 BMOC. You were three for six last week. So oh, you got, these are for sevens. So yeah, these are seven. I got to start updating. That's why I sent out the show sheet. You guys correct this stuff. So this should all be seven. Yeah, then, seven right? for seven, seven for seven, three so for seven. Three for seven. You didn't get any points? No, because I only got one right, and that's nothing. Yeah, you got to get nothing. two to get one. Remember the rules. Come on. Because there was no line. We were just doing it straight up. Right. All right. Very good. So uh, this is really interesting. I'm looking forward to our locks of the week. You guys ready to do it? Locks. Let's- Locks of the week. Locks because we're getting Locks a lesson of the week. from. Of the week. We're opening with a lesson from Coach on how gambling on hockey works. Okay, ahead, so so you threw out there that we had to pick a hockey game and we had to go uh, against the spread. Well, 
with hockey and baseball, they don't really have a spread. They have what's called the money line. So if you're looking at a money line that might say minus 150, essentially what it's telling you is that you have to bet 100 or you have to bet $150 to win 100. So the negative is basically telling you this is how much you have to bet to win 100. So that's why if you see the number is huge, like it's like I see. So like that's the, yeah. So that's when you watch. You, you look at the baseball spreads and hockey spreads. They're money lines. But what they also do in hockey is that they also have the over under. They always have the over under for goals scored because mm-hmm. that's something you. It's it's going to stay somewhere usually in the five or six range because that's what hockey is. Hockey's doesn't score a ton of goals. So the way we're going to do this is that you get to pick any hockey game for Wednesday night. There are four. Um, you pick the winner, but you also have to pick the over/under, either the under or the over for goal scored, um, and you got to get both to get two points. Okay, so it's a two-point game basically. But if you don't get both, you don't get one point. You get nothing. It's Glenn, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross rules. One person gets the Cadillac, the other person gets the, gets fired. So you get two points or zero points. So two this points is points or zero or zero points or zero points. Mm. So you got to get them both. Mm. So mm. this could be this could be a good week. All right, could be a good week. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, let's let Meister go first then. Meister, what do you got? I was going to take Winnipeg over uh, Colorado. Okay. So you're going to take Winnipeg. What's the uh, over under? You do got I have to pick the over under or what? Over under is is uh, six and a half. So I got to. So which one? Pick do you over? want the over or under for total goals scored? Oh, six let's and a half. See. I think it's going to be a high scoring game. You're taking the over. They're up in the mountains. All right, he's taking the over. The Jets and over. Let's do over. All right. Yep. All right. That's over. Uh, all right, Coach, since you tutored us, I'm going to go next. Go. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take I'm going to take Las Vegas over Boston. Okay. And then the over-under okay. is five, Very good. five and, and a half. I am gonna, the the, the over-under is five and a half, and I am going to go under. You're going to take the under. All right. <laughs> all right. Okay. What all do you right. got, Coach? I, I'm taking the Flames over the Islanders. And I am taking really? the under. Calgary Flames over the Islanders. And the under is over under six. Six. So I'm taking the under. So, yeah. Very it's going to be three, so, two. Uh, Islanders are actually doing pretty well. Really good. I, uh, they both are, actually. They're really good. That's, uh, Islanders are Islanders and Calgary. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Uh, all right. So that's good. So we learned how to gamble on hockey. And this has been Gambling with Coach. <laughs> I hope I helped everybody to lose their mortgage. That's right. When we say lock of the week, as you can tell from our advanced analytics of these hockey games (laughs) and the fact that we have known how to gamble on hockey for at least three minutes now, take out all your money, get it all out of the bank and and go with our locks of the week. Jam it all on those locks. Oh my gosh. Are they just going to totally maybe somehow come through? That brings us to trivia. Trivia. All right. I wanted to go back to the theme of sports movies because uh, it's a good theme. Any sports movie trivia, we're going to you first, Coach. Okay. So mine is a conglomeration of sports movies. Basically, uh, what I'm going to ask is which actor, and I'll give you some choices, has been in the most sports movies? Now, I'm going to ask you if you you wanted a multiple choice or if you want to just go ahead and see if you know it. I know. Okay. It. So 
Do you want, what do you want? Uh, BMOC. Uh, I'll guess as well. And if neither of us are right, then we want the multiple choice. Go for it. All right, here we go. go. We can say it at the same no, time. Uh, no, you, you go first, Maestro. I'm going to say it's Andy Sandberg. Hmm, Andy, Andy Sandberg. Andy Sandberg. I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Ooh. Okay, excellent. Um, neither one of yours were even close. <laughs> Wrong! So I'm going to give you some choices. All right. All right. So, um, all right, all right. Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Um, mm. We're going to go uh, Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone. Oh, yes. Rocky. Oh, the, oh, oh yeah. Rocky. Dennis Quaid. Also, Victory. Mm-hmm. Oh, Victory. Dennis yeah. Quaid and Robert De Niro. I'm going Stallone. Okay, Stallone. Where are you going? That's a good. I'm going Costner. Costner. Now, see, Costner is a great choice. He's been in five movies, but he's actually not the top choice. The actual top choice is Dennis Quaid. He's been in eight sports movies. What? Now, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to fire uh, okay, those off, so, Coach. Oh, breaking away. Yes, like breaking away. Now, officially, movie. he's been in eight, but I'm gonna tell you, there's one in there that I think is a little bit sketchy. So, is it he, MVP? No. <laughs> He was. Uh, he started off in everybody. Uh, Everybody's All American, nineteen eighty eight. Okay. Any given Sunday. Okay. Um, then he was in the Express, mm. which is about uh, Ernie Davis. Ernie Davis, and then he was in Our Winning Season, mm-hmm. and then he was in Breaking Away. Uh huh. He was in The Rookie, and then he was. Oh, yeah, the old this guy is the one that I think is a little bit sketchy. He was in. He was the dad in Soul Surfer, which is a surfing movie. And then mm. he was uh, world soccer playing for keeps. Nice. So he's been in wow. eight, eight sports movies. Uh, I'll tell you what, I have seen Soul Surfer, and it's a, it's a good. Oh, show. it's a really good movie. I, I, I've seen it, but is it a, is yeah, it a sports bad, movie? Yeah. I guess she does compete. She's it, yeah. Because I was thinking if she's just a surfer for fun, but she does. She's yeah. a competitive yeah, surfer. She competes. It counts. She competes. It counts. It counts. It counts. There's a very dramatic scene where he's drawing the shapes of waves in the sand. Yes, very dramatic. That's right. Soul Surfer. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, that is surprising. Yes. Me so too. let me just ask you this, Coach. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that there were five Rockies, and now there's two Creeds in which so Sylvester Stallone's in. That's seven, me, and then he was in Victory, and that's eight. Time out. The rule is Coach's sequ- question is bullshit. Sequels, sequels don't count. They said the rule of this is sequels don't count. They're in Rocky. Oh. They don't. It's eight. It's got to be different movies, different roles. That would have been a good rule to know before I guessed. So I was thinking, Field, so here, Field of Dreams one, <laughs> Field, Field, Field of Dreams two, Field of Dreams three, Boulder, Boulder, Boulder two. Yes, is Dances with Wolves a sports movie? Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> what about Robin Hood? There's archery in Robin Hood. Water, water, water world. <laughs> That's a swimming movie. All right, as usual, Coach, your trivia question's a dumpster fire of garbage. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> What do you got, Maestro? Let's save this, this, this segment. <laughs> All right, are you ready? Oh, I'm born ready. This movie was passed up by multiple studios. But it was picked up. <laughs> it's, it was dramatic pause. I know, go ahead. But it was picked up and made in the early 2000s for $23 million inspiring millions of people to play this sport around the world, creating leagues and whatnot. Oh, I know what it is. 
Dodgeball. Dodgeball. Yeah! You hit it up. Nice. <laughs> you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a dodgeball. Made in two made in two thousand four. It grossed hundred and sixty seven million. Yeah, made a nice nice little nice return there. Nice return. Yeah. yeah Not as good as uh Jim Cotta, which is one of Coach's favorites. Oh, can we have an episode just about Jim Cotta? <laughs> Coach, you you literally dressed as Jim Cotta for Halloween one year. Correct. I was. I'm not even making that up. No, I was. No, I was no. very I, accurate I, to Jim Cotta. That is just a hundred percent the very sad truth. It's very sad, <laughs> but I own uh, it. And I also know that you own Side Out on Blu-ray. <laughs> Side Out. Yes, volleyball with uh, Steve Thomas Howell, which I've seen probably seven mm-hmm. or eight times. It's a great movie. That's. That's Pony Boy. Yes. And uh, okay. From uh, I went back to Slapshot. Okay. Yeah, and I'm gonna. So here's here's my question. It's about Slapshot, uh, Coach. You mentioned the name of the team, the Charleston Chiefs, but it was actually filmed in a Pennsylvania town, and uh, I'm. I'll mm. tell you that it's 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 within about an hour of Pittsburgh. Pennsylvania town, Harrisburg. What about you, Maestro? Punxsutawney. Mm. Of course, it was in Johnstown, PA. Mm, Johnstown. Johnstown, PA. Mm. Yeah, very good. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. okay, there's a there's a there's a pit branch there. So, uh, and I'm not going to ask this question. I'm just going to throw this trivia out there. So, the Hanson brothers, the original Hanson brothers, yeah, who go on who go on to record Mbop. <laughs> uh, only two of the three, only two of the three actors are actual Hanson bro- are actual brothers. And oh, so Steve, Steve and Jeff Carlson, and then a third actor because their third brother Jack got called up to play for the Edmonton Oilers when they were filming. Oh, so he's actually a real hockey player. Hockey. Yeah, oh, all, th- all three of them all were minor league hockey right. players. Yeah, yeah. So, well known fact, they bring the uh, the term foiling up to the masses. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Putting on the foil every game. Yeah, you want some? No. God, what are so you guys great. doing? We're foiling up. Foiling up. All right. So that's some good sports movie trivia. Maestro, nice work on saving the segment. You sons of bitches. <laughs> I can't believe I work with you guys. I'm telling you what, the show goes on cruise control now because we're going to do final thoughts. It's Maestro's week <laughs> on final thoughts, and then he's going to do some awesome closing music. Nice. So. Oh, yeah. You guys get to cruise it out. Here we go. Well, no, I, I'm expecting this is my final thought, but it's. He gonna, always has audience some... participation in his final thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I like yeah. it. Because I always, always want to know what you guys what you guys think about stuff he's like this. Very, but, he's, um, Maestro's very Socratic. Yeah, he's very Socratic. All right. I wait, wait. I don't know what that means. Hold on, let me look that up. Hang on, we got to do. We have to do the stingers. Ready? Final, 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 final thoughts. With all right. <laughs> oh, with we're gonna say Jack Candy. <laughs> with um, with Maestro. Maestro. With maestro. Uh, my final thought's a little strange. I'm trying to figure out a good way Big to frame surprise. it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You know, I I spend some time on Instagram. I like screwing around, and uh, you know, every every once in a while, I hit the explore section. You know, where you just kind of see what Instagram offers up for you. Yeah. And um, a person popped up there. Her name is uh, Eugenie Bouchard, or they call her Jeannie Bouchard. She's a tennis player. I don't know if you guys remember her from Canada. Mm-mm. So so I was checking her out. She came on the scene in like 2014. She was 
really young, but she made it all the way like to the Wimbledon final. It was like huge news because she was Canadian. There hadn't been a Canadian tennis player to get that far. She had a great year. And since then, she's sort of slipped down. Now she's ranked 80th, but she still plays in all the big tournaments. She's invited to these tournaments and she's especially at uh, attractive, mm-hmm. huge Instagram following. My thinking is she's like eye candy for these tournaments. Oh, yeah. And I was and I was thinking, is that how do you get what do you guys think of that? It's almost like I don't want to say I don't want to diminish her talent. I mean, she's still probably a really awesome tennis player, but is she, should she be at these tennis tournaments? Is there somebody probably more uh, capable of playing better or is it because she's a pretty face and and people come buy tickets to see her because she's, you know, Paris Hilton? You know, that kind of vibe. Didn't this uh, whole thing, like, wasn't this Anna Kornikova? Yeah, I was going to say, it's Kornikova. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's the same same story. Well, but I just wonder, you know, is, I mean, I, I, it is entertainment, right? Absolutely I mean, it sports is. Do need people to buy tickets. But I do think there's people that are, that there, she, she's she got a lot of followers that come in to watch her play, but then there's also a lot of people that hate her. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. She's probably by, by people that, like, people who like tennis. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's a tough one, right? Because I want to say, yeah, it should be the sport that's on display. But I also know that tennis is fighting for survival. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what I would do is put her into doubles with Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a great. She plan. does play doubles. I think I think her doubles rank is even worse. Her doubles rank is even worse than. I mean, uh, it's they're they're trying. To, that's a that's a. Uh, she's the soup du jour right now, so to speak. I mean, Anna Kornikova, once once her talent did not match, she found another way. So they're 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 latching onto her. But at some point, they're just going to have to say thanks, but no thanks. But it's it's right. a tough call. I agree with you that they should. If there is somebody out there that's not playing because she's there, but man, if I'm the World Tennis Organization and I'm trying to get people to watch my my product. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna put her on TV. Yeah, yeah. and it ha- it happens in golf too. Is oh she yeah, winning, is, she, is she winning some matches when she goes to these tournaments, or is she outclassed? So I think she's been working on her game. I was kind of doing a little research just to see if if her rank has just steadily dropped, but I think she has sort of stayed where she's at for a while. Mm-hmm. I think she. I mean, she does train, but you know, she Instagrams everything. Yeah. So I mean, she's got like I said, two million followers. So. And she plays it up. I mean, it's she's a brand for sure, and I think she's um, she's raking it in. I think she's made ten million bucks or something. What's her name again? Six million or whatever. Her name is Eugenie Bouchard. Hey. I think she goes by Jeannie. Hey, coach. Bouchard. Coach. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think someone's got a crush. <laughs> I think so too. I think Maestro's like she's my girlfriend. You don't know her. She's Canadian. She's my girlfriend from Canada. <laughs> When did you see her? Well, we went up to New Niagara Falls last year yeah. and we hung out. But, you know, yeah, she's from Canada. All right. Well. But I think there's a phenomenon there, even with golf, too. There's these, uh, like, trick golf mm-hmm. swingers, you know, and they look like strippers. Yeah. And I think it's the same sort of thing. They're, they're trying to pull people into Oh, my. She is. Wow. Okay. All right. Okay. Now two people have a crush. I'm not even going to look. Well, I'll tell you what. I remember when we had briefly a women's professional soccer league called WUSA. Yeah. And like they, they released these kind of sexy posters of their 
better looking players, I guess I would say. But not the stars. Based on, yeah, based on societal values I'm, that I don't subscribe to, I swear to God. Yes. Um, <laughs> and, and to me, that's like kind of crossing a line. It's basically Uh-oh, just, you know. That's too blatant. Yeah, Look, tennis, and so it didn't have that league folded. This this tennis is walking the line on this one. There, this is a thin line right now. If she's not very good, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I think she's she'll win like a the, her first round match, and then she's usually out. Yeah. I think that's the way it goes. But I mean, do you think at a, to a lesser degree? I know she's probably eye candy for for tennis, but do you think to a lesser degree, like other sports, keep people around a little bit longer than maybe they should, just because people love to come see them play? Wow. Tiger you know, Woods. Like, good. That's why we have the designated hitter. Yes, because they love home runs. True. True. You know, and it gives these guys five more years of a career. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So uh, I feel like Edgar Martinez is going to send an angry tweet at us. Oh, God. He's he's the ultimate designated hitter in my mind. He is the ultimate designated hitter. I. Uh, sorry, we don't want to steer Maestro's very clear tennis final into baseball. into baseball. Yeah, sorry, sorry about is that. Is that do you call that a, a UDH? A the UDH ultimate designated. Ultimate designated. Oh, that's a future episode. Okay, oh, the UDH. Sure. Mm, good times. God, I could talk all right, Maestro. Her. That's always always thought provoking. Your final thoughts and always about Canadian tennis. I love it. It's amazing. It's always focused well, on Canadian I, tennis. I I almost wanted to segue it into uh, youth sports. <laughs> no, thank God. <laughs> Don't get me started, folks. Because I, th- there is a segue there. Yeah. J- just so I'll you know, it. folks, uh, you can go to Amazon right now and order Maestro's book, Legends of Canadian Tennis. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a self published print on demand. But you know, I I did some of the sketches for the book, and coach coach colored the cover. It looks so. great. I did the forward <laughs> and the backward. <laughs> Very good. All right, Maestro, get your axe ready, Coach. You can talk oh, yeah, us yeah. out. All right, everybody. It's it's a fact. Go find your David Blatt bobblehead. Look him straight in the eye. Pat him on the top of the head. The Sports Wednesday's in the books. Ooh, succinct. I wanted to do it a second time, but I didn't think I was going to be able to play it. I didn't think I was going to be able to play it. I didn't think I was me able to play it. I didn't think I was me able to play it. I didn't think I was me able to play it. Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday. That's Sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times.